This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Manscaped and Raycon. And as with many previous episodes, it's a good thing this one's sponsored, because here we go. Let's talk about the guy with a penis growing out of his arm. Demonetized. <laughs> Chunk. Yeah. And while the idea of a long, fleshy dong growing out of your forearm might sound horrifying for you and anyone that you happen to be around while wearing short sleeves, this is actually a medical breakthrough that will likely improve this man's life substantially. Yeah. For now, though, it's just a big flaccid dick growing out of his arm. Hey, man, it's summertime, real hot out. Why are you wearing a long sleeve? Nah, I'm good. Nah, just take it off. Come on, we're out by the pool. He can relax a little. My kids are playing. <sighs> All right. All right, put it back on. <laughs> nice fucking dick, dude. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on here? Well, this guy here, Malcolm McDonald, who we salute for his bravery at sharing both his face and name with the world, but uh, deduct points for doing so through The Sun newspaper, has a penis growing out of his arm because his original penis, on the more typical part of the body where penises are meant to be, it was lost due to a horrific and very unfortunate illness. In 2014, an infection in Malcolm's perineum, or gooch, which he'd been dealing with for years, led to a blood infection which resulted in his penis turning black and eventually, according to him, it just dropped off onto the floor. Would you like to see my big black penis? Sure. Oh, that's a dead penis. There it is. Yeah. Actually, here's the full quote, just, just so we uh, get the, you know, crystal clear picture. The first-hand account, here. yeah. I had struggled for years with an infection in my perineum, but I had no idea what could happen. It spread to my fingers and toes and turned them black. When I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I was in complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone, and I was going to lose it. Then one day, it just dropped off onto the floor. Because I had been through the devastation of knowing I was going to lose it, I just picked it up and put it in the bin. I went to the hospital, and they said the best they could do for me was to roll the remaining stump up like a little sausage roll. It was heartbreaking. Why hadn't he gone to the hospital or the doctor the weeks leading up to this? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, he might have, but blood, blood infections are, yeah. from what I understand, very difficult to treat. Now, I hope you're not eating. I'm not. You're not, but all I can imagine in my head as you read that was when you leave a hot dog on the grill for too long. Yeah. So yeah, it's horrifying, and understandably this led to years of Malcolm feeling pretty bad about himself. He told the son, quote, For two years after losing my penis, I felt a shadow of a man. My life really fell apart because I had no self-confidence. I drank too much. I didn't see family and friends. I just didn't want to have to face up to it. But at some point, Malcolm's doctor referred him to Professor David Ralph, a.k.a. the Penis Master, an expert at phallus reconstruction at London's University College Hospital, who previously built penises for a man who lost his in a childhood accident and another who was born without one. Uh, Professor Ralph agreed to give Malcolm the arm graft procedure and told him it would take up to two years. Uh, if I leave it on longer, will it be bigger? <laughs> Not how it works. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I hear that question a lot Yeah, in my job as a guy who builds bionic penises, but no. Yeah. You got to age this penis. Yeah, <laughs> aged. Yeah. Uh, so this graphic from the sun, it, it sums up the plan nicely. Step one, you take a vein from Malcolm's body, then wrap skin grafted from his arm around it into a penis shape and attach it to his arm. Step two, the constructed penis is then detached from the forearm. So... That's the stage Malcolm has reached. It's no longer on his forearm. Now it can dangle. Yeah. Uh, as, as shown by the, uh, yeah. the censored 
<laughs> bar that hangs off of it. So the next steps are uh, the arm penis being reattached to the groin and the urethra, which would allow him to pee. And finally, the new dick would be fitted with a penile implant, which can be inflated into an erection using a pump hidden in the scrotum, which fills it with saline. Isn't medical science just magical? I love the idea of pumping up your penis like a pair of sneakers. Yeah. Hold on. All right, I'm ready to go. Yeah, nice and tight. But as noted in that graphic, Malcolm, he still has a dick on his arm. Uh, And despite originally being told that the whole process would take two years, it's been four years now. So this is what, four or five feet long? No, it's I, again. I'm sorry. I, I get that question a lot in my <laughs> in my role as the the penis. But guy. yeah, four years with a penis on Malcolm's forearm, but no penis on his groin, and having to wear long sleeve shirts or hoodies out and about in the summertime heat. That's good. It's record heat over in Britain right now. Yeah, and you know, down there, if you go out in the heat too long and you're not wearing a, a pair of silver lined underwear, it can get to being smelly. And I'm sure yeah. that his forearm might have that problem as well. Well, Malcolm, you know. He, we, you've got a special message coming for you uh, in the the ad section of the show. <laughs> Manscaped has some great products to <laughs> get that funk off. Uh, well, back in 2018, uh, things they were scheduled to move forward, but Malcolm was unwell at the time. Uh, something that apparently keeps happening to him over and over again. <laughs> so the operation then was postponed. Then he missed a string of appointments due to transport and scheduling mix-ups. Uh, then in December, he was gowned up and ready to go, but there was another last-minute postponement due to a staff shortage at the hospital. Uh, then things were finally back on track, and the operation was scheduled for April, but Oops, you guessed it, COVID. Oh. Uh, the universe simply does not want this man to have a penis where it's supposed to be. And I, I, I would like to hope that at least one of those delays was actually because he found someone whose fetish was fucking his arm. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. You guys want to see a cool trick? I do have my suspicions. Like, it, I, I think, I think it's worth exploring that maybe he's gotten so used to having the penis on his Doesn't arm. Doesn't want it to leave. Yeah, he... Right now, you know, he has, cool trick. he has something that might horrify 95% of people, but it might be really exciting for that other 5%. Whereas, if he actually gets it transferred back to where it's supposed to be, he's just another guy with a dick. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's possible. It, it, anything's possible. Oh, geez, I got lost. I hey, guess we're going to have to reschedule again. Hey, show her your arm, dick. She'll buy you a drink. <laughs> he, he's, it, it's a great party trick. It is. Anyways, for now... Malcolm's just living with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the article, quote, Malcolm says he had to wear long sleeve tops and shirts, went out to hide his bizarre bulge. However, people sometimes spotted it, so he made fun of it. He said, people ask me about it when they see me in the pub, and of course people make jokes. But I get it. It's not every day you see a man with a penis on his arm. Of course, I see the funny side. I have to. I don't have any other option. If I couldn't laugh at the willy on my arm, I'd be finished. When people see the bulge in my sleeve, I say it's my dictaphone. <laughs> that might sound a bit weird, but nowhere near as weird as having a penis on your arm. See, he's enjoying it. And yeah. you guys get I think he's getting some positive feedback and attention on this. And he when when the penis is gone from the arm, you're just a regular guy. Yeah. Just a guy with a, some nasty scars on his arm. <laughs> but for now, you're a man who has a penis on his arm. Yeah. One of he might be the only one. Currently, yeah. at least. Uh, In the son's video interview, they ask him what it's like having a penis on his arm, and he responds uh, with this. I can't do nothing. I can't go down to the shops with a t-shirt on. I can't go swimming with the kids. I can't, you know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But at least Malcolm seems to have a sense of humor about the whole thing, obviously. I I guess you would have to at this point. He says that after the doctors built his arm penis, I was like any other man. I just couldn't leave it alone to begin with. (laughs) 
I thought it was the best thing ever. I took to it so much I nicknamed it Jimmy. That was what me and my mates called each other growing up, and, and this penis was definitely my new mate. He, he secretly loves it. Do you think he sucked his own dick? He has to. I would assume that, yes, that would be one of the first yeah. things he did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's up here. I can, I can, I can get to it. Yeah. I don't even have to take out a rib. Sticks it in the fridge for a couple minutes to see if it shrinks. And just make it rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also made sure that the new penis they designed for him was uh, two inches longer than his previous penis. So there you go. Yeah. Good for him. Is, it, is it circumcised or not? It is circumcised. Oh, which, so he which made I a choice? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't cover that, but I... So, yes, to answer your question, while the photos featured in The Sun are censored, uncensored footage of the dick arm is out there. From, from a pub? I've seen it. <laughs> uh, so there's this Snapchat video, uh, which is found on LiveLeak. It shows Malcolm showing off his appendage to another man who is absolutely amazed by it. Just just taken. We, we have to obviously censor this uncensored clip anyway for your consumption, but here you go. Yeah, that used to be there. Bro, you know everything that you're seeing to me right now is like I'm dreaming. See things like this, eh? No, I'm only see, seeing yeah. that in science. Yeah, that, that, I never yeah. seen this in real life. No. This is real life. You have to see it to believe Man's it. Man's got a dick in his arm, you know. No. Dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, if you're really curious, the link to that clip, uncensored, I don't down, think we should do that. Down I, below. Maybe on Twitter. I don't think you should put it in the description. I'll change it to like a bit.ly. Okay, Anyways, fine. we wish Malcolm the very best and hope that... Someday, He's fine, Elliot. Someday He's soon, fine. if he really wants it, mm-hmm. he can finally have that arm dick transferred to where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. As Malcolm says, I can't lie, having a penis on your arm for four years is a really strange thing to live with, but I am determined this penis will ultimately be used for what it was built for. Fucking... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, if you're in Britain, I mean, please take COVID-19 seriously, because the longer this goes on, the longer this man cannot safely get his procedure done. Do it for Malcolm. Wear a mask. And he's now one of the most popular people in Britain, and I hope that somehow, some way, there's a photo op with Boris Johnson somewhere in his future before it gets taken off. This car's got a wheelie on his arm. Get him on one of those, those, like, panel shows. Yeah. Yeah, you got plenty of panel shows. Come on. Get the yeah. penis arm guy on there. Uh, for our next story, let's again check in on this show's newest recurring character before we completely get burned out on it. Yeah. I'm very close. I, I actually unfollowed him on Twitter, and I posted the the image from Toy Story where he's dropping the toy. It says, I'm, I'm done, done playing, playing with you. you. Yeah. yeah, because his tweets are like, they're getting bad. Yeah. Uh, Florida, we're talking about a Florida congressional candidate, K.W. Miller, a man who has blurred the line between satire and reality more than anyone recently in politics, which is a huge feat given just how ridiculous things have gotten. But he's uh, unfortunately very real. Whether he's accusing K-pop of being North Korean espionage operations or accusing Beyonce of being Italian or bragging about the excessive amount of Goya beans that he eats, K.W. Miller's Twitter feed has been a gift to us during these trying times. So let's take a look at what K.W.'s up to since the last episode. Let's read some tweets. No one I immune to my wrath. He, uh, yeah, he's he typo there. Okay. But he's been retweeting it. Yeah. I am the tactical nuke that will break the rhino Republican cabal. Hashtag K.W. Miller. Rhino is Republican in name only. It's something that conservatives call other conservatives for, for not being conservative enough. Yeah. He is the tactical nuke. Yeah. The word Karen is an ethnic slur. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, why does Hillary Clinton smell so nasty? I mean, 
Old people, they do smell bad, so this might be true. They, yeah, it could they, be. They smell like mothballs and mayonnaise. I think this one's actually probably tied to some QAnon thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, oh, because she's like, yeah, she's seeping her uh, yeah, her like, smell, her like reptilian smells. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Yeah. I have better hair than Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. That's not hard. Not a hard uh, thing yeah, to achieve. He might actually be completely telling the truth in that one. I don't know. Yeah. Haven't gotten a good enough look at him. I am Gen X, not Boomer. <laughs> is he? Sounds like something a Boomer would Because he looks really old, but he but there's a lot of people in Florida that are leathered out as fuck. This guy's got to be at least like 55. He's definitely a Boomer. At I don't least, know. At least like maybe late Boomer. I don't know. Like I said, people in Florida, even if you move there at a young age, you get leathered out really quick. Yeah. And you drink all day, so you turn red. And a lot of people still smoke there all the time. Mm-hmm. So like sun, beach, booze, cigarettes, like... I saw a mugshot the other day. I don't know if we covered it in this, but it was some guy in Florida did something stupid. And I was like, Jesus, this guy, he's 30 years old. The guy was 30 years old, looked 50 years old. So I'm okay. the, the the jury's out on, on K.W. Miller's yeah. age here still, I think, for me. Here's another one. 7.24 a.m., third can of Goya beans, second egg, second cup of black rifle coffee. You can't get on my level. Mm, okay. Jack Dorsey called. I hung up on his face. And uh, here's KW with another one of his memes. I back the blue unconditionally. I support increasing law enforcement budgets. I support increased training for law enforcement. And and this one's actually a double meme. The second meme on the right side has this text on it saying, get this straight, I do not pander to anyone, even though the the previous tweet was... um, Pandering to law enforcement. Yeah, very, very pandering. You know, he is a bit centrist on this, though, because he's agreeing that they need more training. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Welcome to the resistance, KW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and here's, can't wait. <laughs> here's one. Many amateur YouTubers and podcasters have been using the KW Miller brand to further their channels and gain followings. You are using my image and likeness without my permission. You are put on notice. Hmm. And considering he previously tweeted out clips from our show, which he later deleted while purging his timeline of QAnon references to avoid being banned, it seems like he's talking about us. So I'll... I'll I do like being on notice with Kato and Miller, yeah. but he has to understand that we are professional YouTubers, yeah, we're not more, amateurs. We're more professional at our job of YouTubing than he is at being Shit a posting. politician. <laughs> he is an amateur politician. We are professional YouTubers. Yeah. So be, you have to be more specific, K-dubs. Yeah, but perhaps the you know the most noteworthy... The tweet K- heard around the world. The K.W. Miller tweets from this past week that really, uh, really got trending were in relation to uh, anime. So let's start with this one. Why are anime, TikTok, and K-pop suddenly all the craze in America? China is infiltrating their culture into America at record warp speeds in hopes of changing public perception. They do this to try and capture the hearts of Gen Z, but luckily, boomers are showing them the light. So wait, now he's back on the boomer train. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Which, which one is it? I, uh, I love I, all that Chinese anime. Yeah, all that Chinese anime and uh, Chinese uh, K-pop. Mm-hmm. All from China. It's the best. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, here's another one. They are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda onto our kids. What's next? Where will it end? And... Yeah. Looks like AOC has called her K-pop trolls back out, and this time they're attacking K.W. Miller. Now, this tweet was in response to the fact that after he started tweeting about anime, his replies were just absolutely flooded with hentai and Rule 34 imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, 
he seems he he really kicked the hornet's nest on this one. You do not mess with anime, anime stands. stands on the internet, and, and uh, specifically Dragon Ball Z stands. Yeah. Like even in in idiots watching anime, we were like. There was some, you know, there's some overtly sexual stuff in it. Mm-hmm. It's not really a show meant for children, but still, uh, you do, you don't want to kick that hornet's nest. No, no. So yeah, and even now, days later, if you check the replies to most of K.W. Miller's tweets, you will find all sorts of cartoon characters having very graphic sex. Now we're not saying that it's a good idea to send hentai to K.W. Miller's every single tweet. Hey, that's your life. But if people were to do that, yeah. It would be entertaining. On this issue, I am uh, of the same mind as K.W. Miller. I believe in uh, freedom and liberty. Yeah, and, I think uh, that personal if, choice. If people were to choose on their own to send nothing but hentai pictures mm-hmm. to every tweet that K.W. Miller makes, I think that they should be free to do that in our United States of America. This is America, isn't it? I, I, I mean, I don't. I can't think of a better way. To express your rights yeah. in sending K.W. Miller hentai if you wanted to. Yeah. I would your never choice. I would never suggest that people do that. No. Nor do I think it's a great idea. But would I laugh? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Good. Anyways, one of the more interesting things about K.W. Miller, which adds to the sense that this man cannot possibly be real, is the fact that, you know, very little is actually known about him. He's an enigma. Yeah. Uh, he kind of just showed up out of nowhere. Got a Twitter check mark apparently just for being a congressional candidate and then started posting constantly. But last week, the website Right Wing Watch, which covers the QAnon conspiracy phenomenon very closely, they looked into who K.W. Miller is and interviewed several individuals who have known him. And it sounds like he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, those sources, most of whom requested anonymity, uh, quote, portrayed Miller as smooth talking and manipulative. A man who exploits people who enter his orbit for his own financial gain, often to their detriment. They say Miller crashed several businesses into the ground, orchestrated smear campaigns attacking former associates, and solicited millions of dollars for projects he never produced. It sounds like he's a mini Trump. There are parallels. There's lots of parallels. Yeah. So yeah, back in 2014, uh, K.W. Miller, he started up a private security firm in South Africa... But, quote, according to a former associate and publicly available records, Miller abandoned those business efforts in 2016, leaving a trail of wreckage in his wake. De Villiers Lamprecht, CEO of a South African security company in which Miller acquired a stake, told Right Wing Watch that once Miller decided to pull out of the venture, he abruptly terminated contracts with clients, failed to pay office rent, left employees without jobs or compensation, and liquidated business assets. Quote, he sold everything. Firearms, furniture, vehicles, Lamprecht said. He kept the money. Lamprecht ended up suing KW for payment and won the case, but according to Lamprecht, KW then carried out a smear campaign against him, calling up Lamprecht's clients and badmouthing his company. <laughs> okay, uh, KW Miller, he also started a wildlife conservation fund that raised $1.5 million for anti-poaching helicopters to protect rhinos. And according to people familiar with the situation, he just pocketed the money. How do you know they're not saved? Yeah. Are you following the anti-poaching? There's rhinos right over there. See? You see them? It was a... <laughs> He, the, the real grift was the whole time he spelled it R-I-N-O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking out all the rhinos. Yeah. A, a woman listed as the director of philanthropy for the conservation fund said, quote, Carl never paid me or the team I worked with. When I left the project, I left Carl Miller and never looked back. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. Uh, and here's some more info about another project that uh, Carl W. Miller was working on in South Africa. 
Miller remains active in the energy sector to this day. Last year, he began seeking investment for a new project in South Africa that a financial expert who requested anonymity and whom Miller had approached for business guidance told Right Wing Watch has the ultimate goal of undermining and potentially taking over the public electric utility ESCOM, which is currently run by the government of South Africa. The financial expert told Right Wing Watch by text message, there was this underlying message of kick South African President Cyril Ramaphosa out and get the old regime in to run it. He added that Miller, quote, was or imagined himself in a position to lead the Afrikaners back into power. Uh, Afrikaners comprised the white minority that held power in South Africa for decades under the racial segregated regime of apartheid until the black-led African National Congress prevailed in its campaign of resistance. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, K-Dub's experience working in Africa has unsurprisingly been mentioned in regards to his views on Black Lives Matter. The article quotes a recent Facebook Live broadcast where KW said, I've worked in Africa. I've been in a ghetto. I've been with more poverty-stricken black human beings than anybody in this country, I promise you. And I did it for years. I'm still very involved in Southern Africa, okay? I know what ghetto is. I know what shantytown is. And I go in there, and I help, and I give money, and I help them. And these are people who have self-respect and pride. They don't shoot each other. They don't kill each other's babies. Yikes. Yikes. Also, <laughs> also from the article... Miller then launched into a rant about what he called black-on-black -black genocide in cities like Chicago, asking his viewers, where is Black Lives Matter? Where are the black entertainers who are supposed to be leading their communities? They're nowhere to be found. When asked about Miller's comments, Lamprecht said, I would not say he loves Africans. Definitely not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, sounds like KW's business dealings in the U.S., have also been less than great for the other people involved. Mm -hmm. uh, here's some more from that article. Miller was also sued by MMC Energy Incorporated, a company that he co-founded after it removed him as its CEO in 2007, citing numerous deficiencies in his performance and concerns that Miller's business conduct could attract unwanted attention from federal <laughs> regulators. According to court records, Miller negotiated a $1.1 million lump payment in severance and 1.5 years of continued health coverage benefits from the company upon his departure. But associates of the company alleged in court documents that Miller deposited the lump sum and immediately engaged in a campaign of disparagement and interference against the company and its leadership to shareholders, investors, advisors, lenders, and vendors. Not unlike the smear campaign that Lamprecht alleged uh, Miller ran against him in South Africa. Court documents state that Miller even went so far as to file a preliminary proxy statement with the Securities and Exchange Commission that contained disparaging statements concerning MMC's business, board of directors, and management. Carl Miller's countersuit was dismissed with prejudice, and he was forced to settle the original complaint. So he's litigious? He's got a number of failed business ventures? Yeah. We're gonna, he leaves people out to dry? We're going to find out that he's actually the one behind the Twitch lawsuit because he came in and do his monitor and set yeah. it on fire. Could be. There's too many hot chicks on this website. Yeah. 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 Uh, according to the article, he's also been sued a bunch of other times, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, he seems to have a bad habit of not paying his attorneys. All in all, K.W. Miller doesn't really sound like the kind of guy that you'd want having any political power. Uh, but to be fair, his business practices, they sure do sound a whole lot like the business practices of a certain longtime real estate mogul who happens to be our president right now. So K.W. Miller might have a shot. Probably not, though. I mean, he is running yeah. third party in a Republican district against a Republican incumbent. Um, and also, according to the article, he missed the most recent filing deadline to submit oh, his campaign's quarterly finances. I was too busy <laughs> tweeting. Probably not a great sign. No. Um, but, you know, judging how things have been going, we're probably going to keep updating you all on KW Miller for 
at least a little while until his shtick finally gets old enough that it's not worth our no, time. I was confused. I wanted to get rid of the rhinos, the R-I-N-O's, mm-hmm. and I wanted to save the wasps, the white Anglo-Saxon yeah. Protestants. <laughs> save, save the, the wasps! <laughs> God damn Oh, it. God. Uh, moving on, though. You know what we haven't heard about in a while? Firefest. Because the whole world turned into Firefest. Yeah. But Firefest was, of course, the doomed 2017 music festival, which resulted in not one, but two major documentaries about what a clusterfuck it was. With the story thoroughly examined and uh, Firefest founder Billy McFarlane locked up in prison currently, uh, we didn't think there was much left of the story. But hey, there is. Also, side note, it's uh, very funny that on Billy McFarlane's Wikipedia page, he's listed as Billy McFarlane fraudster. <laughs> Which is great. Not uh, to be confused with all the other Billy McFarlands. Yeah. Who are not fraudsters. Anyways, the latest on Firefest is that in an effort to provide damages to Fire Festival's attendees, a.k.a. victims, the U.S. Marshals are auctioning off a bunch of Firefest merch that was originally supposed to be sold at the festival. Yeah, and this is a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. This is unprecedented, and I hope we see more like this. Oh, I browsed through it. Yeah. it's a. Here's the thing. They're going to make some good money off of it because everything is out of my price range. Yeah. So, I even wanted, like, one of the coins, and I was like, I'm not paying $30 for a fucking token. The, the prices are going up. Oh, jeez. See, had Firefest actually gone smoothly, and there's no way it ever would have, but let's just imagine it had, no one would give a shit about any of this crap, and anyone trying to sell it would they'd be making face value at best. Mm-hmm. But because it failed so spectacularly, the idea of wearing a Firefest hat, T-shirt, wristband, sweatshirt, whatever, is actually pretty appealing to a lot of people. Mm. Hype beast. Yeah. Especially because there's a uh, limited supply, and you don't have to feel bad about giving Billy McFarlane money. It's win, win, win. Yes. And, uh, yeah, just browsing through this online auction, uh, you got items that would have probably cost, I don't know, at most $50 at the actual festival, but they're going for significantly more now. You want a Firefest dad hat? Well, the current bid is $300. Jesus Christ. And that's with 10 days left in the auction. Could go up. And uh, this Firefest hoodie, going for $345. Jesus. So this is truly a new frontier for hype beasts. Uh, we wish the bidders the best of luck. Uh, oh, these U.S. Marshals are going to be like, what are, what, are, <laughs> what are sales bots? And why are they attacking our website buying everything? Uh, anyways, before we get to the best headlines from this past week, this episode is uh, perfect for your dick arm. Because it's sponsored by Manscaped. Listen up, Malcolm. Uh, 2020, it's been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving your bush with help from Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0, of course. It's a premium electric trimmer that'll give your body the confidence boost that it has been begging for. The Lawnmower ceramic blade and skin safe technology that's designed to reduce nicks and tugs on your fellas down low. So it's. Nice and safe. Yeah. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light, so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. Down at the campsite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> manscape while you're camping. <laughs> yeah. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, the Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. My nails are... In great shape. Uh, and the, the, the little case they come with, very convenient and yes. small. Great. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. If you head over to manscaped.com, you'll also find the Crop Preserver. That's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's great for a pick-me-up, especially in this heat. Yeah. It'll help you tame the summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll find also the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne designed just for your balls. 
and no one's going to judge you for sniffing yourself. So get a whiff. Yeah. Go to manscaped.com and check out these life-changing products. And as a bonus, our viewers, they're going to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WEIRDNEWS, all one word, at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code WEIRDNEWS. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns or by the balls and uh, go ahead and shave that front trunk. And this episode is sponsored by Raycon. Raycon. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommates, neighbors, kids, or coworkers are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Yeah, you already know that the Raycon earbuds start at around half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands that you know. But their latest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts. Without having those things hanging down or wires anywhere, None no of one's going to, they're going to say, how do they hear me so well on that Zoom call? Yeah, they're stylish, they're discreet, no dangling wires, no stems to distract anyone during those video calls. You'll be, you'll feel like a secret service agent with these <laughs> things in. Hello. Yes. Raycon was co-founded by Ray J. Celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are obsessed with Raycons. Mm -hmm. So pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. That is buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird for 15% off. Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. All right, now let's get into the best, weirdest headlines of this week, starting with Mickey Rourke offers to fight Mr. Tough Guy Elon Musk in a bare-knuckle boxing match. I can't wait. Yeah, we haven't... We haven't Jim really... Jordan is next. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they should might as well have the the yeah. Elon versus Mickey Rourke fight on the same night, on the same card as yeah. uh, uh, Jim Jordan versus Hellboy. Yeah, um, but so that we haven't we haven't covered the Johnny Depp Amber Heard lawsuits. Oh, it's wild. Uh, but uh, yeah, Amber Heard. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of accusations between the two of them. But, she uh, pooped the bed, Elliot. Uh, and she accuses they're accusing each other of pooping. There's like a bunch of like evidence that was submitted that seems fake. Like she's just like here he is. He's such a druggie, and it's just like this perfectly arranged like drug spread. Anyway, yeah. uh, part of it is that uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers are accusing Amber Heard of having had an affair with Elon Musk while. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were still married. Mm -hmm. um, well, there's video footage of them in the elevator and stuff. Yeah, so, and uh, so Johnny Depp, in comment to it, said he wanted to beat the shit out of Elon Musk or something. And then Elon, in a recent interview, he's just like, oh, sure, I'll well, you made the best man win or some shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mickey Rourke, very opinionated online, always challenging people to fights. He's just like, hey, Elon, why don't you pick on some of your own sides? Me. I'll <laughs> fight you. And he just lays it out. He's like, Hey, I'll even fight with my left. I'll tie my right hand behind my back, just so it's fair. Elon Musk is a... He, I'm glad the astronauts are home safe. Let's say that. But uh, did we talk about it last week about him and Grimes fucking... Grimes being like, Elon, log off, please! <laughs> like, yeah, I, Dude, I... Yeah, what, what, what was he talking about when... Oh, yeah, he was like... Uh, that coups are okay. Uh, you can coup was, whoever Well, the want. one she responded to was just like... Pr he just said, pronouns pronoun Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, she responded, just like, oh, my God. I know this isn't you. I know you're a loving person. It's like... But, like, at the same even... night, he was talking about, like, we'll coup whoever we want. Yeah, he deleted that one because, uh, yeah, people were accusing him of... 
And like, I don't think there's any truth to it, but they were like, they're accusing him of being involved in the Bolivia Bolivian, yeah. uh, the Bolivian coup because Bolivia has a bunch of um, uh, like stuff for his batteries. Yeah, battery yeah. chemicals in mines and shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all weird. But, Anyways, uh, he would get his ass beat. Yeah, Mickey uh, Rourke. I love that he has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> we know like, Elon watches the show, too. So, Elon, uh, you'd get your ass beat by Mickey Rourke. You should definitely yeah. turn it down because you you're, you should be very scared. Mickey Rourke's going to kick your fucking ass. Yeah, and it, I, I mean, to be fair, like, if you do think you could beat him up, maybe you should take him up on the offer and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Speaking of Elon, Egypt tells Elon Musk its pyramids were not built by aliens. <laughs> Great, because he he's like, it's like aliens built the pyramids, obviously, and that it's a dumb tweet, but yeah. I'm not like, not as bad or dumb as a lot of his other tweets. But uh, the Egyptian government and their not happy with it, their tourism department, they did not like that. Like, no, Elon, we're a big fan. You should come visit the pyramids. Have a look for yourself. People definitely built. <sighs> Let's move away from Elon. Did you see someone on? Uh, I think it was like the Data is Beautiful subreddit. They had mm-hmm. a. Uh, a visualization, like, over the last 10 years of, like, uh, the number of tweets Elon Musk has done per day. It's like... Just a snowball? Yeah. It, yeah. it starts off very infrequent, and then the last two years, it's just every fucking day, multiple tweets. I can tweet all I want, because I, I have found a way to get 28 hours of every day. Yeah, and it's like... he. Uh, his stock price has never been higher. So, I mean... He was briefly uh, the fifth richest man in the world, I believe. Yeah, it's so. nonsense, though. It just kind of proves that the stock market is, uh, thanks to Wall Street bets and Robin Hood, in a, a new era of uh, yeah. stock trading where the, the rules of the past don't really apply anymore. No, everyone's it's all like, about hype. Everyone's always like, you guys are good at predicting things. Get, tell us some stocks. It's just like, the stock market makes no sense. Yeah, it's not When based... we make predictions, it's based on things that sh- probably will happen because that's how things work. Stock market makes no... I, I'm in a, a, a group uh, of people that talk about it all the time. Like, there's like... Anytime something bad happens to a company, everyone like, immediately oh, replies, going to bull- go down, right? Bullish. Yeah. <laughs> bullish. <laughs> this is bullish. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's fucking weird. Cause it's, it's like, like this weekend, everyone's like... Because all the sports are having more people show up with COVID and baseball teams are having to shut down and football players are bowing out of the season and everyone's like, DraftKings, bullish. <laughs> <laughs> bullish. Yeah, it's none of it makes sense. Yeah, it, up is down, left is right. Yeah. Uh, the fundamentals not really a thing anymore. It's just it's all about hype. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, viral sensation Dr. Stella Emanuel says Jesus will destroy Facebook if her COVID video doesn't go back up. I like the viral sensation. Yeah, little choice there. It's good. Yes, it's great. But uh, yeah, if, if did Jesus it, do anything? It's been a while. No, she said she said that Jesus will crash Facebook servers. If they don't put her video back up, but oh, uh, hasn't geez. happened yet, so I guess God's not real. Sorry, you had to learn this. Nor way. is his son. Yeah, Jesus. Yep, just a dude. But <laughs> I, I love how like they're you know the initial news cycle is just like oh they're they're making it out to make this crazy this lady sound crazier than she actually is. Like no, she's actually crazy. Yeah, God, they were like they're like actually you're being racist because she's from Africa and you're just describing like African culture as like uh, pseudo scientific. He's like no. Anyway, yeah, she's crazy. She's definitely crazy because, yeah, the lady who says hydroxychloroquine is the cure for COVID also believes that Jesus will smite the Facebook servers off the Internet. Oh, that uh, Congressman COVID is going to do hydroxychloroquine as treatment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Of course, 
Of course he is. We're excited to see the results of that. Yeah, can't wait. Speaking of coronavirus, Rodrigo Duterte says, I'm not joking. Clean masks with petrol. I saw the video they did about me. They were making fun of me. Well, it's like, even in the comments, uh, it was either last week or the week before, but even in our comments, people were like, oh, you idiots. Obviously, he was joking. Yeah. Liberals owned. But yeah, he, he came out. He's like, no, no. A lot of people are saying I was just joking. No, I want you to soak your masks in gasoline to keep, to, to keep them clean. What? Did I stutter the first time? Do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Confirmed. Yeah. Insane Clown Posse teams up with Chris Hansen to catch alleged sexual predator. Yeah, so uh, this is pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it's that guy from Blood on the Dance Floor. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the, like the, the shitty... Uh, Davey Vanity, Vanity or, or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, I mean, he's had, like, he's had allegations going back a long time yes. of being a... Uh, Terrible person. A guy who uh, has Praise sex on with children. underage fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and ICP, they've apparently had beef with him for... A long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they saw that Chris Hansen was starting to look into the, this guy and ICP. They, they got him on the phone, did a collab yeah. video. Uh, at the end of it, uh, Chris Hansen said he's proud to be a juggalo. If, if there was a gathering this year, he probably would have been, like, the opening speaker or something. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask what you're doing there? Why doesn't everybody have a seat? What? Yeah. <laughs> Let's laugh for a little bit. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's good. I hope they get him. Yeah. Conservative think tank leader says schools should reopen since most Texans dying from COVID-19 are elderly or Hispanic. I keep seeing uh, different, like, opinions. I keep seeing different opinions online of people being like, like, horrific things that, that, why are you saying this, especially out loud, where they're just like, well, even, oh, it's just old people, but especially, like, in Southern California, people are like, well, it's just Hispanics. Like, are you fucking insane? Do you know what you're saying? I mean, and this one's like, it's especially fucked up. Texas's population is like 40% uh, yeah. Latino. And it's just like, well, I mean, whatever. If they die, they die. It's <laughs> the like, fuck. yeah, it is like literally the people, the, the never maskers have gone mask off as far as racism goes in a big, yeah, big, big it's, way. It's really, it's providing an excuse for all sorts of like uh, behavior and opinions that would normally be filtered to, yeah. to just be, you know, unleashed. Yes. Who cares? It's just going to be a bunch of Hispanics that die. What's the big deal? And Send the, the kids back to school. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Hispanics also go to school? And vote? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Yeah, jeez. Uh, well, that's a terrible thing. Yes. Talk to your parents into not saying things like that. Mm-hmm. ICE agents complain about Nazi comparisons. Say, they're only enforcing laws. <laughs> Too perfect. I'm just doing what I was told. Yeah, I'm just... Following orders. Uh, let me rephrase that. Yeah. We're just enforcing the laws. Yes. We're exterminating <laughs> the... Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Look, immigration's been a problem in this country for years, and it's time we had a final solution. the fuck? Ugh. God, I, it's, this is hard. Yeah. I'm just going to shut up. Yeah. Except they don't. Yeah, they don't. No. Fox found with impressive shoe collection in Berlin. Fantastic. Mr. Yeah. Fox? I... Potentially. What the cuss? So this whole town, the people's shoes kept disappearing from their porch. They finally tracked down this lone fox that had ho- just a, a giant just mound of hundreds of shoes. They took their shoes back. Did they kill the fox? I don't think so, but I'm sure he's pissed. He's probably going to come back for those shoes. That's the thing. You're going to be able to one day go into a museum in Berlin, and there's going to be a stuffed fox with a shoe hanging out of yeah, his mouth. Yeah, here he is. The fox that stole the, the shoes. The fox that terrorized this town. Yeah. <laughs> Baboons carrying knives and chainsaw spotted in Safari Park. 
And this, it sounds like something that happened at Safari Park, you know, in the third world. No, this is a Safari Park in Britain, yeah. like just outside Liverpool. Yeah. And uh, they don't know. They they like they think people are giving weapons good to <laughs> to the baboons. People, you need a little uh, bit of entertainment. This article also has, like, I guess the, the, the bounds of this park are already notorious for just, like, fucking people's cars up. I don't know why people even still but go there. Imagine, like, you're out, like you're living out in the free rains where you came from. Like, what the and fuck then all is of a sudden, all of a sudden, of all places, you get shipped to fucking the UK. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking cold. I, I can't get revenge on this. whoever did this to me. Yeah, there's these two pictures in the it's article. It's just always and, rainy and sad, and people are throwing crisps at me. Yeah. There's these two pictures of this car just getting dismantled. They have one of those, uh, one of those like, luggage liners on the top yeah. of the car, and the, the monkeys get into it, and they're just throwing everything all over the place. And the woman inside is just like, what do I do? Yeah. Well, consider us even now, lady. Yeah. Speaking of apes. Go ape! Thousands of sex-mad monkeys overrun city and eat themselves to death as cops admit they are powerless to control them. <laughs> nice. So this is over in Thailand. I think it's that same city where... Yeah, like, where they were, like, starving because the tourists yeah. weren't providing food. So yeah, they were after, attacking people. after the coronavirus lockdown hit, their main food source, which is tourists that throw, throw food, food at, at them, them yeah. was gone, and it just caused this domino effect. The whole city has just been terrorized by monkeys yeah, Well, they learned. Like they, four months. They had to figure out a way to survive, and they have. Yeah. yeah. So they've, like, resorted to just, like, stealing. They'll break into people's houses. Um, they're, they're stealing, like, hordes of uh, junk food and overeating and then, like, dying of, like... Prey of for <laughs> Mojo. <laughs> Prey for Mojo. It's a real situation. Or it's, Jojo. It's definitely a rise of the Planet of the Apes situation happening over in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, certainly something. Like yeah. I said, like... I've said it before, say it again. There's going to be no shortage of documentaries based entirely on subcategories of this year. Oh, yeah. That's why this year has felt like several years. Yeah. I cannot, like, I'm, I'm, I'll, like, think back to stuff from, like, earlier in the year and be like, oh, that, that feels like so long ago. Like, for a while we were gambling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> playing poker. Feels like so long ago, but it yeah. was like two months ago. Yeah, well, I remember at the beginning being like, like my wife would ask, like, hey, well, how long do you think this is going to last? And like a month? And I was like, listen, I don't think things would get back to normal till like July or August. Mm-hmm. And that was back at the beginning when we were trying. Yeah. And then like by, I think, April or May, I was like, no, it's a year. It's going to be a year. Yeah. After, as soon as everyone started giving up, I was like, this is at least a year. Mm-hmm. At least a fucking year. Yeah. But they're trying to get that vaccine in time for uh, Trump's uh, the, the election day. Yeah, so, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Speaking of animals, scientists team up to save endangered scrotum frog. Because if you attach one of these scrotum frogs to your arm, it will grow a scrotum for you. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Not only is it the scrotum frog, but this scrotum frog lives in Lake Titicaca. Perfect. So, <laughs> yeah, perfect <laughs> all around. Titicaca. I need teepee for my bungle. And another animal news. Emus, Carol and Kevin, banned for life from Australian Outback Pub. Do not serve these emus. These emu, the bad. emus are getting in a lot of trouble these days. Yeah, these ones, these ones, they like, this town in the middle of fucking nowhere in Australia, they were coexisting with these mm-hmm. two emus. Like, yeah, it's funny. We let them into the pub, you know. Yeah. People have a laugh. But uh, <laughs> it all changed because they apparently learned how to climb stairs. And so they would get into, like, the actual upstairs dining area of this Jesus. pub. And they were going up to people's... Who are eating and just like knocking the shit off the tables and stealing their food and it was a big problem and so now now they're banned. 
Do, do not they, serve do, these emus. Do they know that, or do they keep coming over there? I, I think they just do whatever the fuck they want. Like, have you ever seen an emu in real life? I'm not stopping an emu. They're gigantic. They're yeah. dinosaurs. And they're fast. Yeah. And they scare the... They, if they're, they put their things out and they start fluttering. Yeah. But the Bolsonaro's been attacked by multiple That's ones. That's right. <laughs> he knows more than most people <laughs> exactly. how dangerous they can be. Yeah. Ah, and final headline. Probe shows item found in LAPD cops' coffee was not tampon. And even if it was, they didn't put it there. Yeah, so what it turned out to have been after this month-long investigation. investigation. They, they figured out that basically the barista accidentally, he was, he was like wiping off the counter at the time, and somehow it accidentally, <laughs> with the rag, uh, landed in the blender oh, and got blended up. Okay. And, uh, but, so they... The guy did, they did, Starbucks did play something, a foreign object okay. in this person's drink. There you go. But even with the LAPD, like, clearly very much wanting to, like, pin a crime on someone, they weren't able to establish that there was malicious intent. There you go. So nothing, nothing came out of this. You know, the story when hey, it first look, dropped, it was like, can you believe what they're doing to police? Well, and that was, it was right after the uh, Shake yeah. Shack. But uh, yeah. the, the thing is, is like, you know, at least... He didn't plant the evidence himself. Got to give him credit. Yeah. There you go. That's, uh, I guess, thank you. Do you see the uh, the expose of the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department having that party in Hollywood? Yeah. At, uh, the guy filming was just like, oh, yeah, for insurance purposes, can you uh, say your name? And oh, yeah the, yeah. the guy that filmed it, it's like one of the most brilliant, like, undercover uh video shoots I've ever seen. They just pretended to be like a bouncer and they're like, yeah, so for insurance purposes, we need you to state your name and just say that you don't have a fever. So like, it's just a bunch of cops like showing their face clear on camera, stating their name. Yeah, it's... Uh, and driving by and he's like, you here for the sheriff's department par- party? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. What was the bar? It's... Uh, Sassafras. Yeah, a place I've been to a bunch of times, which I never had bad experiences at, but definitely not going to be going there ever again because, uh, no. yeah, just... Letting the sheriff's department throw a big old rager. Uh, also, they had, uh, like, there was a homeless encampment uh, around, like, on the streets nearby. And they, apparently, the day the day of the party was going to be that night, just came and just burp. Yeah. Clean, clean, cleaned it all up. You got to love, like, as much shit as the LAPD gets, rightfully. Sheriff's department. No, I'm saying that as much shit as the LAPD gets okay. for all the things they do wrong. The LA Sheriff's Department is always there... To make the LAPD look like yeah. upstanding enforcers of the law by comparison. Hey, look at these losers in the LAPD have to wear body cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sheriff's department is fucking awful. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to all the new members that uh, have signed up and joined and got the great new emotes that we have. Thank you very much. Uh, please, please, please watch our other episodes over here. It's a new episode of News Dump where we talk about how Halo is, in fact, Going free-to-play for multiplayer. That was Hell confirmed yeah. during the editing, so I had to yeah. add it in. Uh, and an episode of Tech News Day. So check those out, and we'll be back next week for some more shows. That's it. Bye. Bye.